This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You gotta see the baby. When are you gonna see the baby? Family Matters. Welcome to Family Matters. I am Clayton Wimshurst. I also have across the desk from me, Gina. Hello. Big long last name that starts with the. I don't. According to my coffee cup, though, tonight I'm Jenna. 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 Why Hi, not? Jenna. I know. Nice to see you. I, I, some other spelling. But anyway. This is not your Rainbow Familing show. I cut you off. Uh, <laughs> this is your Rainbow Familing show. Familing. Family. Familing. I'm making up words now. Well, you, you've, you've had a long couple of weeks. It has been a long few weeks. Yeah. Like, I haven't been in the best of health, so I haven't been doing radio for a while. So, But you're here. Yeah, I'm you're here. here. I'm all doing all right. <laughs> now, we've got a big show tonight. We do. We are talking to the author of a new book... As well as adoptive parents, which is like mm. unicorns within unicorns. I know, and because we've had a, we've had a lot of gay dads that have come here um, on our show, mostly through surrogacy or foster care. Maybe they've had another family and they've got a new rainbow family because yeah. of a separation. We've never had adoptive parents come in. So, I oh know I just heard a ghost come through the door. Oh, too. so weird noises happening like, in here. There's uh, some spooky stuff mm-hmm. going on. So, I'm really excited to hear that adoptive parent journey because we've not had a chance to hear it on Family Matters no. before. So excited about that. But what we wanted to do first is we wanted to give you an update, uh, just a little bit of an update mm. on the sort of hoopla I think hoopla is the official yeah, term for they, it now. They hit the media last week and has continued less so this week around um, private schools and um, religious schools being able to reject teachers and students based on their sexual and gender identity. Mm. We're, we're going to play a little clip to just in case you've been, I don't know, in a cave somewhere or just, you know, asleep for the last week or overseas or something. Um, what's actually happening in the media at this point in time? I'm proud to rise to speak to this Greens bill to remove exemptions from our federal anti-discrimination laws that currently allow religious schools to expel lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender or gender diverse students and to fire LGBT teachers and staff members simply because of who they are. These exemptions must be removed. That was Janet Rice, who was in Parliament the other day, um, introducing the bill, basically to remove discrimination against LGBTQI kids and parents. Now, one, she makes reference to Rainbow Families Victoria and the information they have um, been providing to the senators, but she also gives the example of a step-parent who is worried about their kids being discriminated against. And amongst all the information we've been hearing, you know, now there's 20 recommendations that have been leaked. We still don't have very much information at all. It's been really nice to hear people like Janet also now including Rainbow Families because we know there are so many parents and Felicity was great. She was here with Mad Wednesday yesterday talking to the guys and also talking about there are Rainbow Parents who have kids in religious schools at the moment who are exceptionally nervous um, as to what this might mean for them now that everyone seems to be aware 
that you can discriminate. Both sides of politics have been very up and down on this issue, yeah. uh, with Labor actually saying that they wouldn't be changing it and then later on saying, oh, yeah, mm. no, I think we will. Yeah. Um, and even Scott Morrison saying he wasn't comfortable with the gay, stu- mm. gay students being evicted. Mm. Um, I'm calling it evicted at this point. Uh, <laughs> um, and the issue also is we're not really recognising gay teachers, but the bigger issue is that we're only using this word gay. Gay. It's gay, 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 gay. Gay, n- not lesbian. No. I mean, I use gay for myself, but not lesbian, not bi, and especially not... A trans made... or gender diverse. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other day, uh, about 50 LGBTI uh, organisations and ally organisations have joined forces, um, basically calling out the government to protect trans and gender diverse uh, teachers and students mm. because there is nothing that, it, you know, while the politicians are coming out, Janet's a bit different. Janet's been great and we yep. love you, Janet. But a lot of the politicians, like you said, Clayton, have been coming out saying, oh, we'll protect the gays, protect the gays, protect the gays. And it's like, hang on. From what we're saying um, at the moment, we're not getting any assurance that anyone else within our community and our trans and gender diverse kids and teachers are probably the most vulnerable in this space um, and they need to be protected too. So we want definite assurances that if you're going to take care of some of us, you take care of... All yeah, and let's stop in a whole lot of different things using the word gay to define the whole LGBTI communities. It's because not hard to say LGBTQN. And there's lots of other ways to say it if you want to. Yeah. But it's gay is not a defining term for all of those things. And I have been quite annoyed at that recently in um, media. Um, What's as, the headlines? Yeah, like, oh, this, this show's getting LGBTI representation and then it gets a bit of G. Yes. And so, well, no, yes. it's got some gay representation. It doesn't yeah. have a whole gamut. Yeah. Now, I have oh. another story. <laughs> it's still not a happy one. I'm going to be a bit more rancy for a few Aye moments. Uh, so this week, a mother allowed her child to go to school uh, at a vet. It wasn't school, actually. Mm-hmm. And this mother was a teacher mm-hmm. dressed as Hitler. Teacher. What? Hey, go. Yeah. What? So this child went to a <laughs> Halloween party dressed as Hitler which is a huge issue for a whole lot of people, including, yeah. of course, Jewish people primarily, but also the queer community um, yes. were very badly treated during uh, yes. the, those periods and the Holocaust. And so this mother has been defending it, saying, my child made the costume himself. Um, I'm very proud of him. Um, and, yeah, it's been rather disturbing. So I wanted oh. to take an opportunity. <laughs> Just in case there's people. Yeah. yeah. When you are planning your child's Halloween costume... <laughs> in the next two weeks. Yeah, please remember... Or book week, perhaps. A book week, anything. Yeah, yeah book Actually, week. this happens in book week. No. Yeah. Stop it, it Not doesn't. Hitler so much, oh, okay. but I've definitely seen, like, blackface in, oh. in book week. Not at my school. Oh, no, I won't tell that story. Um, Boy in striped pyjamas? Is that something kids no, maybe do? I would do? actually be okay with that, though, yeah. because I think that's taking things from a different angle than... And it's a child's point of view, yeah. hence, you know, if the child's young enough to be reading that yeah. book. Yeah, and it's a great book, and yeah, I've is. read it with my students. Yeah. And yeah. Um, but please make sure that you're not doing any black face in your costumes, no brown face, no yellow face. Um, Native American costumes are out. Aboriginal costumes are probably out, because there's this whole concept of culture, not costume, mm. and it is offensive and to see, for people to see their culture represented, misrepresented in such a way. So, Can I give, uh, look... I love the ABC. I'm always a big fan of it. Um, Black Comedy is back on with their current new season. Last night's episode does the reverse of Blackface and it does 
white face. Oh, nice. And it is a very funny sk- uh, skit with Black Force. So my advice is go and check out ABC iView. Yes, I will give it a plug um, because Black Comedy is one of the funniest shows that's out there at the moment and must, must watch that because it's exactly that, but it reverses yeah, it. And, that, that, and it is Shane Warne and it's just one of the funniest skits. So I'm all for reversing it. That's <laughs> a totally different thing. But we've actually got a giveaway. We do. So we're giving away this book called Gay BCs, um, A Queer Alphabet by Ray Congdon. Con, uh, Kong, let's not say that badly. Yeah, careful how you answer <laughs> yeah. that. Um, it is a book that ha- goes through the alphabet in a gay way. Can I just say, I am I love reading to Harper at the moment and, you know, alphabet books are, there's plenty of them, everything from, you know, big A, little A, what begins with A, you know, with Dr. Zeus. But a lot of the ABC books are very heteronormative. There's a lot of M for mummy and D for daddy. And my family doesn't look like that. So it's a bit confused. It's going to become confusing for Harper. Whereas L here could be ladybird, but they've struck that out. And L is for lesbian. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just M is for MX, which is a gender neutral alternative to Mr. and Mrs. Now, this is a great, really funny kind of ABC book, not only for kids, Adults are going to love this. Absolutely. And we have two copies of this book to give away. The Gay BC's A Queer Alphabet. Really simple. All you need to do is message in. We need your member number so we can get this to you. But kind of won a prize in the last week. Yeah, but, you know, I'm a bit flexible okay, with that sure, stuff. <laughs> um, but well, what we want you to do is message in and let us know what your Halloween costume is going to be or, mm. if you like, what you are definitely not wearing for Halloween. What would you not wear for Halloween? Blackface. Yeah, I think that's... Mm-hmm. that's Hitler. Yeah, um, okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Pauline Hanson? I would not go as Pauline Hanson. No, Pauline Pantsdown does it well enough. She does. She does do it well yeah. enough. I've never done drag. That's another story, <laughs> another, another thing. Uh, so, all right. So to start off the show, we are going to play a bit of very classic Muppets, we which are. is almost Sesame Street. We're going to lighten the mood. This is from the first episode of the Muppets. This is the coolest song ever. It is Mana Mana. Gorgeous Katie Noonan, and you are here on Family Matters on Joy 94.9. Bringing up the mood after my rants to start the show. It was a, but that's a gorgeous song, it isn't it? It is a lovely it? song. Katie's actually, she was in the studio with um, Dano and Mason a couple of weeks ago and I fangirled her at the oh. front of the studio. It was so much fun because she's got this gorgeous um, version of I Can Sing a Rainbow through Play School and I'm going to play it on here maybe next week because mm. it's just, just good. And I told her how much I loved it. But anyway. That's Katie. We're not here to talk about Katie. We are actually here to talk to the lovely Chris and Sean. Now, Chris is an author of a new kids book, which is very inclusive of his rainbow family with Sean. But before we get started, Halloween, Hitler costumes in um, your uh, array of kids' costumes? Because you've got three kids. Yeah, we do. Yeah. The three kids. No? Actually, no. no Hitler costumes. No, no Hitler costumes. No, no. If, if one of the kids came up to you and said, Daddy or Dad, I'd like to dress as Hitler. Mm, I think we'd most probably um, recognise their creativity and steer them in another direction, <laughs> I think. I'd be like, oh, well, you've learned a lot about history already. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Look, I can understand an SS uniform if they are in The Sound of Music. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of ends there. Yeah, and, you exactly. know, Prince Harry got away with it. He did. He did. And as we said before, there is the boy in the striped pyjamas. Yes. Who has, yeah, the, the fury. Yeah. So maybe they can read that book yeah. and then reconsider their choice. Yeah. 
and still not let them wear it. But anyway. <laughs> so if you would like to win a copy of the Gay BCs, which will teach you things that are not about Halloween. Uh, yes. Uh, you can send us in a message with your... you. Well, it's not called a user number. What do we call it? Member Membership number. number. <laughs> so, and we will hopefully be able to give you a copy of the Gay BCs if we have... Enough copies. Well, H is for heteronormative. (laughs) Like, seriously, this is not only a book for kids, this is clearly a book for adults that could have a lot of fun with. F is for femme, not flower. Well, it could be both. D is for drag. So that's an example of, and it gives definitions for what all of these words mean. It is, like, I don't think I'd, I wouldn't share this with a child. I'd be just enjoying (laughs) it myself. Just my bedside. That's a good coffee table book, I think. It's a great coffee table book. I will be getting a copy for my collection of such books. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So, yes, message in 0427JOY949. Email us on air at joy.org.au to win one of the two copies of that book. Just need your member number and what you would or wouldn't wear on Halloween. Oh, that's part I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Easy. Nice. Yeah, we're going to make them work for it, Claire. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to our interview. So, first, Chris and Sean. So, you are the adoptive parents of the very lovely Lee. Alicia and Jay. Yes, that's correct. We are. <laughs> now, before we get started, if Beck was in the studio, who's one of our other co-hosts, before we talk about the kids and that parenting journey, she'd actually want to know the romance. Mm. How did you two actually... What's the love story? Oh, what's the... Which us. app was it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. We actually met before, yeah. before apps fashioned. existed, before the old-fashioned... Before the internet? <laughs> not quite, not quite there. Phones. Not quite oh, there. Okay. Not quite there, but definitely before... For the the smartphones, yeah, definitely. Um, That's a long so time ago. We met at a nightclub in <gasps> in London. Oh, that is oh, old fashioned. Yeah. That's yeah. very old fashioned. Yeah. Yeah. And the nightclub was called Heaven. Yeah. So yeah. we joke that we met on the steps of Heaven. That's Aww. like our cheesy love. Yeah. Cheesy, yeah, cheesy, cheesy story. Vomit story. <laughs> was there a particular song? Was it Bronski yeah. Beat? It wasn't. We actually or? we actually physically met on the steps. So <laughs> I was coming down the stairs. Chris was going up the stairs. And Chris had been in London for like three weeks. Yeah, <clears throat> and fresh. He asked me, "Oh, what's um, what's the what's upstairs?" And I said, "Oh, it's the R and B music room." And he said, "Oh, can you show me?" And I kind of looked back to see who. And I, yeah, definitely. Off you go. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, sixteen years later, we're still wow, yeah, yeah. and married. Singing a song, yeah, and married, married yeah. yeah, in the UK or in Australia. Canada. Actually, in Canada. In Canada, yes. You didn't wait for it because you could in the UK for a little yeah, while, and we just got it last year. Yeah, prior to the UK, yeah. we got married in Canada. We lived there for a year, and at the end of our year, we squeezed it in to part of that journey. So Why prior not? to that. so that means you've been in Australia for a period where your marriage was not recognised. Correct. Mm. And oh wow, which was yeah. quite confusing for the kids. To be yes, because we were in <laughs> England and we were married, and then we. <laughs> Moved back here, and uh, you were sort um, of married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> explaining that to the kids also was quite difficult. Yeah. So, how long have you been back in Australia now with the kids? Nearly two years. Nearly yeah. two years. February would be two years. Yeah. So, how was that debate for them? Watching the marriage equality debate, were they are they old enough to understand? They're too. I think I think they're too young. We took them to the rallies. Mm. Um, we well, you Chris took them to, I the, took rallies. Them to the rallies. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but we kind of steered... They, they were too young to recognise it in full force. And because we had our fingers crossed that it would definitely go through, we didn't make it a huge part of the yeah. conversation, having already Been the awareness married. that we yeah. were married. So it was kind of like... Mm. But I think one thing that we learnt from adoption was the truth. 
Yeah. Mm. So, you know, we just literally tell the kids that, you know, we're, we're going to go to this parade and we're going to shout loud, loud enough until the government changes their, and changes their mind. And yeah. it's just as simple as that. And they yeah. understood that and they came along and it was, yeah. 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 They would have loved all the colour. They did. They yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> we have so much more to find out about these two. We do. But we're going to have a little bit of a... Pay the, the bills. bills. Yeah, yep, totally. You're on Family Matters, nearly said Geeks Out, on Joy <laughs> 94.9. The life issues that, well, um, matter. Family Matters on Joy 94.9. We are talking to Chris and Sean about their, well, so far their romance on the, on the, on the steps of heaven. <laughs> uh, and But we're going to move into what happened after that. Oh, gosh. So obviously you checked out R&B night. <laughs> you <laughs> liked R&B. So we had a year um, in London mm-hmm. and uh, we would have been 23, 19 at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, so about a year ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, complexion. Uh, as much as I love London, I think uh, Australia was calling home too mm. soon, actually, after about a year. Mm. And I made all these promises. I said to Sean, yeah, no, I'm going to be in England forever. And then I think after a year of my first backpacking trip, I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go home now. Yep. And, yeah. And um, he was... He was this worldly person. I'm, I'm travelling the world. I'm going to spend three years in Europe. Then I don't know where I'll go. And I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing. And then he's like, no, I'm going back to Australia. Yeah. And I dragged it along. Was the bubble of the Mornington Peninsula, I think, oh, um, sheltered okay. me a little bit for yeah. the real life world in London. And uh, of course, I came back to Australia with my tail between my legs. I think. <laughs> and um, yeah, but then Sean came with me, which was amazing. And um, we spent a lovely ten long years in Melbourne together. And um, before we decided to go back to the UK, actually, okay. and spend the, um, and another five years with Sean's family in London, which is where we adopted the kids. Yeah. And that's what we were going to ask, because it was only, I think, last year mm-hmm. that adoption was made legal here in Victoria for LGBTQI couples. That's right, yeah. So... Was that one of the reasons you wanted to return to the UK? Was that in the back of your minds that can't really do it here? Yeah. Let's head back to the UK or was that just something that kind of... Yeah, it was definitely part of our our thinking. We had always said that we would go back to the UK to spend time with my family. Yeah. But then we also then, throughout our relationship, discussed having a family and what that would look like and whether we would have go through surrogacy. I remember watching a television program and having conversations here in Melbourne years ago and then as time went by we started to explore or think about different options and knowing that in the UK we could adopt Mm -hmm. it I suppose supported that it was the right time for us to be there and do that then Hmm. yeah yeah so you both always is that the kind of is it you know I know I ask this of everyone is this the kind of thing where it would have been a deal breaker if the other person didn't want kids in the relationship I think it would have been a deal breaker but Chris actually asked on our very first date (laughs) so so when when you say what happened next we met that night in heaven and then a week later we actually went on our first date to a bar called Mantos and we'd been texting that week or something and we very old-fashioned phone. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we called up for for drinks, and then during that first night, Kristen said, "So, what about children?" And I said, "Oh no, I don't think I'll have children. I'm gay. Like, it's not going to happen." It was in my mind. It was it, not even back a, then. It wasn't a yeah. thought or an option. Yeah. And Chris said, "Oh, you know, you could you could have children. You might have children with a friend, or you could adopt." I was like, could... "Don't let the governments or anyone <laughs> stop us. We will do what we want." You know. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, he kind of popped my bubble, and I was like, "Oh." 
well, yeah, I suppose so. Like, I loved being an uncle. Yeah. I think I was a pretty good uncle. Gunkle well. is still the official term. Now I think that's in the book that we're giving away to you for gunkle. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. No, I think it's gay, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it should be. There's, that's for and just continue. Yeah, Fact-checking. and that's the thing. Similar to you, Sean, growing up, I, th- I loved being an aunt and mm. it, sometimes you can't dream something you can't see. Yes. And, yeah. you know, I similar to you guys, I grew up in an era where... It, there was no internet back in, you know, when you're growing up and, and going, okay, I'm gay and I'm a lesbian and I'm, uh, this is my future. And kids never just seemed to be a part of the world mm. that was being presented to me, even though yeah. I thought, yeah, it'd be really cool to have kids. But it I just think wasn't for me, that. it was an absolute. I was going to make it happen no matter yeah. how it was going to happen. And mm. we even explored surrogacy and things like that. Yeah. And we decided that surrogacy wasn't for us. Mm. And we felt that adoption was, you know, mm. the better path for us. Um, so, yeah. So. I think yeah. that's part of the journey now. When you talk about seeing visibility yeah. and how yes. you see people in the in in society, I think when we first adopted, I was kind of very private in that. Oh no, I can't. You know, I don't want to be on talking about speaking about things. And the older I get, and the yeah. more I look at my children and what the world will be for them, the more I feel that it's important to be part of the representation mm. for yeah. other families and other people. We're very happy you got over that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We make a really not great show. <laughs> and back yeah. next yeah. to a song. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. now on television we've got Modern Family, that's the only yeah. other yeah. couple there where they've got, you know... a, a gay dads that have adopted yep. a child. So for yourselves, what is the process in the UK really easy to access? Is there a lot of information? Is it friendly to LGBTQI couples? Here in Australia, fostering has probably been the most accepting and the most easiest option because, mm. as mm. we said, you know, adoptions, depending on what state you're in, still really new. Yeah. What was the UK experience like? I think, yeah, in my, opinion, in my opinion, it was... The agency that we went with was extremely friendly. I think it's open to to anyone to be part of it. And I think, like anything, it depends on who you end mm. up experiencing. But the system itself is meant to be um, open for everyone. But I, I guess also you've got to look at the statistics. In the UK, a child goes into care every 20 minutes. Oh, my God. And whereas here, you know, only 10 children were up for adoption in Victoria last year. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, so there's a big it's a big difference. Yeah. And there's a, not enough people in the UK to adopt children. So um, mm. so the LGBT community in the UK really um, fills that gap very well That's and very successfully huge. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. But it's a vigorous process. It's a lengthy process. I think if yeah. you're extremely private and you don't you're not able to speak about yourself then yeah. you're not gonna then you're, you're gonna, gonna sell find yourself issues. yeah we had yeah. Four, four hours of workshops every tuesday oh, we had, wow. yeah we yeah. had um, workshops on the weekend and we, i call it i call it it's, it wasn't really but i say we went to adoption school <laughs> yeah. for 10 months yeah you and, know what um, we need parenting school sometimes <laughs> yeah. because i can tell you a few parenting fouls even in the last week alone from a teaching point of view i'm very awful for that <laughs> i think it's really important yeah yeah, yeah. like but, just a bit Really good in the UK. The UK system for adopting children was really supportive, really amazing, and you know we, we had a great journey. And we, we start we started yeah. with thirteen people actually, yeah, and um, we were the only same sex couple, and there was a, a mixed blend of um, heterosexual people and single adopters as well. And out of our actual small group, we're the only ones that successfully adopted children. Yeah. Did you wow. kind of feel a bit yeah. of gay pride? We're like, yes, yes. Yeah. we did it. Where's the rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's about that persistence, isn't it? Like, the, it is a 
difficult system to, and there's lots of hurdles to get over. And is this what they're doing? They're kind of, because I know with fostering as well, they do, there are, you know, sessions where they talk you through what, is actually involved mm. that people kind of go actually it's not for me i didn't yeah. you know i'm sure. seeing this happy yeah. you yeah. know little family at the end of the road and it's not that yeah it's yeah. not always yeah. that no. and nothing prepares you for God, no. <laughs> God, no. can we because you know again modern family they brought home lily yeah. one yeah okay <laughs> you've got three did you enjoy number one and go back for more and so tell us about lee alicia and the gorgeous jade yeah uh so so sean has a very big family um and i have not a big family of sean but i have three other siblings but we we That's still big it is big yeah big. yeah but we discussed um uh that we that we actually wanted a big family and we got approved um on the adoption panel for three children so you had to actually get approved to oh, wow. have a certain amount of children. We got approved for three children. Mm. And so on our um, on our journey post that, which was actually only six months until we got approved, we were on a family finding journey for 10 months after that. So as in give me one, give me one, give me one? No, or, no. no, no. no. So we were looking for a sibling group of three. Oh, wow. And um, we, um, yeah, so there was, you know, we were, we were on that journey and then um, it, it just happened to be that um, this family was the right match. We were the right match. So it goes through a matching process. Yes. Mm. And so our matching process with our kids, we were we were a match and um, and we, we know obviously we accepted and um, and then we had our introduction with the kids. That's amazing. It's mm. really wonderful to be able to keep yeah. siblings together because yes. it's so yeah. beneficial for mm. them. And, and, and at the time for us, for, for me, I didn't have. I haven't. I'm the youngest in my family, and Sean's obviously down the bottom a little bit. Well, he's had a lot more childcare experience than for me, but I never yeah. had much experience for me whatsoever. And we had. Uh, it was a ten day a ten day handover with the foster carer, and we were taking on Jalen, who was six months at the time. Wow. Alicia was one, and um, and Lee was three. So, so I remember Sean first went out to. Um, we got the first time we had the kids alone at our house. He went out to get nappies we didn't even have nappies yeah. and we didn't even have anything and I, I was ringing my mum in Australia going run out mum what do I do <laughs> pretty much and um, yeah we just kind of um, you know with 10 days just to wow. get ready and, yeah. and just wing it and, and, and of course the attachment period is for three months. Yes. And so we weren't allowed to have many help. We weren't allowed to have much help in the first three months. So it was just us and the kids yeah. for a very limited time. Yeah, the idea is that you try to really nest yeah. as a family and allow them to recognise who their primary carer yeah. is. And, um, and we took that quite strictly within our... And we're like, no, don't come over. Yeah, we tried. Tried. Until we, <laughs> until we burned we were, out. Until we, we haven't had exhausted. sleep with yeah. 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 Yes. When you're old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's a big exactly. jump. Zero to yeah. three kids. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ten days. We were so out in ten the days. year before yeah. we actually were placed with our children. Every few months, because we were on a family-finding journey, so we would kind of be in England and say, oh, right, you know, well, we might have children next month, so mm. let's yeah. go on a holiday or let's go out this weekend. Yeah. Or yeah. So we literally, <laughs> the year before, yeah. just exhausted ourselves because every weekend was yeah. our, our last weekend. So yeah. I think, like, two weeks we before did. we were... Let's we go back to out. heaven. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go back to heaven, yeah. So we just yeah. exhausted ourselves for a year of, of travelling... 
partying. Yeah, yeah which yeah. was really fun. So you had a lot of bachelor parties, basically. We did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then straight into children. So then three children under the age of wow. five. Yeah. Five, yeah. and then we just ex- it was exhausting. Yeah, exhausting. Yeah. The, the, we're we're going to come back to this. Like I said, we're we're going to pay f- uh, a few ads, a few. So- we're going to let you boys rest because <laughs> it sounds like you need some rest. Um, you are here on Family Matters on Joy ninety four point nine. The kids are all right. As for our presenters, um, Family Matters, Joy 94.9. We are talking to Chris and Sean about their adoption journey. Ad- adoption journey? They went from zero to three yeah. <laughs> so, in uh, 24, no, not in 24 hours. Ten days. But ten days. Ten days, yes. So, yeah, yeah and but, but Sean, cute. you've also written a book. No, Chris. Chris has written the book. Chris has written the book. Sean's up, ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Credit. Sean's I'm the ideas man. Yeah. 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 in the brain here. Yeah. <laughs> You've written a book about your, well, sort of about your journey, but certainly reflective of that. Yeah. Well, so I mean, the idea came from a friend of um, Sean and I, Naomi. She um, she wrote her first book, which is called The Colourful Life, Same but Different. Mm-hmm. And that first book um, talks about uh, being in a multiracial family. Have um, she's black and her um, her husband and is white and they have multi-heritage kids and that book just um, creates awareness for children in primary school about the diversities of families and I guess our book is um, touches on um, similar stuff but also but mainly focuses on having um, a same-sex uh, adopted parents because so. it's called same but different too correct yeah, yeah <laughs> under the colorful life so yeah Naomi was obviously inspired but what inspired you to tell this story? Well, um, so uh, so Lee Lee um, went to school one day and he came home and we discussed. Um, like I talked to him all the time, how are you going at school? Mm. And obviously, so does Sean. And we always, you know, you know, we are aware sometimes that um, we might need to have certain conversations about being in a same sex uh, couple or having a same sex family. And um, so, you know, Lee did get asked one day um, from school about, um, you know, why is it that you've got two dads? Can I ask, yep. was this in the UK or in no, Australia? This is here. This is yeah, here this in is Australia. In Australia yeah. Yeah. And um, so the, that, that's what the book's about. It's about, uh, you know, Lee's journey and how he handled that and how he spoke about that and how the school handled that, which was really good. Um, and again, it's another awareness book um, for, for kids. And there's an activity in there for, for teachers to do um, about bringing in a picture of your family and just showing how. Our families are different, the same, but different too. Yeah, I mean, you go out and you can't... There's not a lot of books for young children and teachers to really show and reflect the diverse communities. Us as same-sex parents with multi-heritage children, there's Mm. not a book that reflects our kids. Mm. Yeah. And so part of it was kind of, well, how do we... You can talk about representation, but how how do you create a tool that's out there for people to be able to see? And I suppose that's where the energy came from kind of putting that together. Yeah. It's, it, most of the people that we've had in here, most of the books that we've had is exactly that. It is families going, I needed to write a kid, to, a, a book to explain to my own child yeah. what my family looks like because yeah. there is nothing there. Mm. And so many of these books are fantastic books quite often on our, all of our shelves because they are self-published books yep. and a lot of work goes into these stories. Yeah. So, yes, there's teaching notes at the back. Who's the predominant... A, or age audience for this kids book 
Yeah, I guess I guess it varies, but you know, it's probably uh, probably would say you know grade one to grade six, mm-hmm. you know, is probably the good age for it as well. Um, I can learning year seven. Yeah, absolutely tell you the grade yeah. sixes yeah. love picture storybooks. Yeah, yeah, they, they're like. <laughs> I think there's a myth that they don't. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. well, and yeah. it's a complete myth because they're yeah. like, I can get a picture storybook. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they would definitely be all over it. Yeah. Now there is a really good likeness to the dads in uh, <laughs> in this book. They're kind of hot. Um, just a little bit buffer than, just, than the yeah. reality. The three day, you know, the, is it the three-day growth? Is that what one calls it? Like, it's, you know, that's the kind of dads I want to be, uh, you know, explaining to the rest of the class. It's absolutely gorgeous. What's What was the – did the kids get to read this first before it went out yeah, to a absolutely. broader – Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we talked about it with Lee, well, with Lee first yeah. I, I, after I finished writing it with um, – and then obviously had yeah. Naomi help me with it. I read it out to Lee and said, yeah. Lee, Harsh critics. How, yeah. did that, how did yeah. Lee take it? Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, that's cool, Dad. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of, <laughs> yeah. some of it, because some of it, some of it um, kind of it is fictional. So most of it is is the true story. Yeah. But then there's additions. And Lee's like, that didn't happen. That wasn't that <laughs> yeah. that part. But you've kind that's of, true. you're like, you, there's, it, you've got to set the scene, Lee. You know, yeah. that's not the name of my school. But, um, yeah. so they Copyright, we could <laughs> <Yeah>. be in <laughs> trouble. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of creative license. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, the, and then the other two were kind of like, where's, where's, where, where's our book? When are we having yes, ours read? So, that's, tr- that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they were good. They, the um, Alicia and Jay were happy to see that they were in the book. Yeah. So there's yeah. a little picture of them in the book. So yeah. is there going to be one for them? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah well, I guess I guess we just have to wait and see for another situation or another form of awareness that we might think that we need to tackle. Mm. So, yeah. I think the awareness for just parents to have three like that, <laughs> I think, is because you know I'm just coping with a ten month old now, but mm. I remember what a six month old oh, was yeah. like. Yep. And mm. I just had to worry about that one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have to worry about the others. Yeah. When we um, when you came in earlier though, you were kind of talking about how. You haven't met many other gay dads here in Australia no. that have adopted. No. Was that not the case back in the UK? Were oh, there no. More? No, we would go, actually, there's, there's quite a few in the UK, and we would even go on a camp once a year with oh, probably cool. about 200 families oh, wow. um, that have been in that situation. So we have obviously had quite a large community of people that have adopted children to then come back to here to, you know, have none, <laughs> basically. Oh. So, yeah, so so we would like to reach out to other, um, other families. Yeah. Uh, that have had adopted kids um, that are in our similar situation because obviously the um, the needs of kids versus adoption and surrogacy are quite different, you know what I mean? So um, so it's important to, you know, relate to your community in that way. So. And do you think people, and is it again because adoption is so, still something so new here that it doesn't come up as an option that people think is achievable? Yeah. Do you I, think that's why we haven't got to take up rate? Definitely. I think it's around um, that... I, th- I think the LGBT community has an opportunity to do permanent care in Victoria and mm. I think that there are a lot of children that are still able to do permanent care and that's basically the same thing as adoption except you yeah. get a lot more support and it's still mum and mum or dad and dad, you know, mm. it's it's permanent care with the odd contact if, if that's required and I just don't think that our community is aware of that mm. um, and I think that awareness needs to be raised as well so that, commu- that, that Rainbow family can then, that community can start even more, so... Wow. Yeah. Did you know about 
that sort of stuff, Clayton? I absolutely did not. No, neither did I. I mean, we've heard the foster care kind of journey Mm. and, you know, you can be a long-term foster Mm -hmm. carer, but then we hear the heartbreaking stories when those kids reach 18. Mm. And I know they're looking to challenge the 18 age at the moment to at least 21 because of the rates of homelessness Mm. um, once kids kind of reach that age before they've kind of settled into uni and those kind of real formative adult years. Mm. I really hope they do change that age to 21 Mm. but it is heartbreaking because they kind of have to almost break the bond emotionally i don't think that ever breaks but they kind of do have to let these kids yeah and they transition to independence without any real support yeah Yeah, it's tough yeah and they're still kids yeah yeah Yeah. babies Yeah. yeah yeah God, we I had to move home. We moved home to parent to Chris's parents' home last year with our three children. <laughs> yeah. You know, to, thinking well, about eighteen. That's a that's very yeah. very young. That's one way to get babysitting. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just gonna move in. Yeah, make we it did. easier for everyone. Yeah, yeah. We could we couldn't um, we couldn't have asked for better grandparents. My mum and dad have been fantastic. Um, so for two years we've you know they've almost put up with us, and then we've um, finally bought a house. We were going to say. Um, on the peninsula for eight weeks, but uh, it's now been two years because because of the support that we're getting from family, which has been good. And in fact, we just bought a house right next door, to <laughs> which has been even better. So, which yeah. is like the TV show you yeah. mentioned. Yeah, yeah. It's like everybody loves. It's like everybody loves Raymond. Is the mother-in-law the same? Or the mother-in-law's not the same. There are some. There are some characteristics between the, the, the husband and wife dynamic. Uh, they tell each she's other. She's listening right now. You're going to yeah. get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's a fabulous cook, and she's yeah, a great mother. Yes, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, let's, give a, let's give a point. Absolutely. Uh, so, is there any tips you would give to other dads out there, or mum? out there or singles as well from our community if they're keen on adopting mm. is a sibling model model something here in in that permanent care model absolutely yeah i mean obviously you can imagine when something's going wrong with a family yeah. one child just doesn't go into care they all do mm. so and a lot of people don't realize that as well so there's a lot of sibling groups available for permanent care in wow. victoria just there's not a lot up for adoption so yeah and you yeah. two look quite they don't look Damaged by having three. Like I just. Which I take off my glasses. You know. You know yeah. I, I actually had blonde hair three years ago. <laughs> and now it's all grey. So oh, it's yeah. very distinct. That can just be biological. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I just want to say that also. There's a really great book about adoption, probably not as good as yours, um, by Jamie Lee Curtis. Ah, um, yes. Called Tell mentions. Me Again About the Night You Were Born. Yes. Which just goes through prearranged adoption, so adoption prior to birth, um, and it's just a fantastic story mm. and told in a really great way. So there are books out there about adoption, but they're just a little bit hard to find. It's great to have one that actually is inclusive of the LGBTI community. And, and culturally de- inclusive as exactly. well. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. something also lacking in, in our books. Now, how do people get their hands on this? We're going to share the link, of course, on our Facebook yeah, page. Sure. But yeah, Well, there's a, there's a Facebook it. site, and if you search um, The Colourful... The Colourful Life. The Colourful Life. Facebook. Yeah, on Facebook, it should come up. Cool. And um, it's available on Amazon as well. So. On, on all the Amazons. All, 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 all the Amazons. All the Amazons. All the Amazons. All the Amazons. You can have it for Kindle. You can have it printed. Printed and posted out. So the printed, the, I always like. Yeah, the I like a yes. book. You know, yeah. Sean gets upset fashion. when I get the ebook. Yeah. yeah, when you can't share an ebook, you, you know, and you know the kids can't show on the pages. <laughs> yeah, <That's laughs> fine. I'm completely same with kids books. I will always get the hard copy of the kids yeah. book. Adult books. 
when I say adult, I mean, you know, four adults. Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, then yeah. I like books that read to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, okay, yeah, right. Because I can listen to them in the car. So. Yeah. Now, we are going to pay some more bills. We are right at the top of the hour. Chris and Sean, we're going to keep you right until we bring in Well, Well, Well. You are here on Family Matters on Joy 94.9. Family Matters is brought to you today by the letters LGBTIQA and the number one. We are nearly at the top of the hour, as is always the case, because oh we just fly through the shows. It's just because we have so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> we end up talking in between all the songs and breaks. And yeah, all that yeah absolutely. Uh, so, Sean... And Chris, because I was going to call Sean the author again. Uh, <laughs> He's the ideas man. Yeah. He's the ideas man. Chris, is there anything else we need to know about your book? Um, yeah, again, you know, the title, um, The Colourful Life, Same But Different Too. Um, and it's available on all the Amazons. As all all the Amazons. The Amazai. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the Facebook site is uh, it's just search uh, The Colourful Life. And, yep. um, and yeah, so um, it just shows um, awareness of um, same-sex couples. With a Adoption. Um, with adoption kids, yeah, That's with adoption really... kids. Yeah. Have you had any feedback from any families? Oh, loads. Or loads any of kids support. as They're well? They're all listening yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's yeah, sometimes yeah. it is hearing, you know, you kind of tell these stories and you kind of forget there is an, an audience outside of your own Absolutely. family. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of, you know. Our whole yeah. family from yeah. all over England and in America and Australia, they're all, they've, yeah. all, they've all gone out and bought the book and they're all Good. supporting us, which yeah. is great. I that's think the great. biggest difference, I, I suppose, where the cut through comes, isn't it, is that when people who aren't in a diverse family are able to get visibility and yes. read these books so when you're able to have it in schools have it you know available to your nieces and nephews and those people mm. who don't have two dads yes. that's where the cut through comes in making sure that there's some visibility yeah. to, and normality because really i mean the, the schools that our kids go to don't really need it yeah. You know what I mean? It's more the it's more the it's the schools that don't have same sex couples that and are adopted. Probably more need it than than anything. So and it's yeah. you know yeah. the next kid when you know Lee goes to high school and that sort of stuff. It it's this kid might have read a book and it you know yeah. and it's he sees Lee's fan. It. Yeah. it does. Yeah. Yeah. So you have yeah. two dads. Just read this. <laughs> yeah. It's based on me. Yeah. That's yeah. me on page two. Yeah. Anna yeah. Q. I was yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I would encourage um, you know all schools um, that are out there to um, get a copy yeah. and um, read it out to their kids. So looks yeah. great. And look, thank you so much. <laughs> we never ever have enough time to share your story but to hear that adoption story it is something that is now possible for us we can mm-hmm. dare to dream yeah. to adopt kids because surrogacy is not always an option for, for many yep. parents mm. at all the cost alone mm. um, but here in Australia or overseas it's yep. just not something exactly. that's viable fostering might not be the path that some people want to go down because they don't the thought of relinquishing kids is just not yep. going to suit their family model that they want so thank you for and you go out and promote um this kind of family model midsummer was where you were last year i was last year um promoting um uh, permanent care adoption yeah so yeah last year at midsummer so we might see you there again this year (laughs) well thank you lads so much for coming in for getting a babysitter is it the well done done. well it's another family matters clayton thank you everybody good night Good night. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.